Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And we have a really interesting show today as we're going to look at some financial trends and we're going to hover around the market. But I know that we'll venture into the geopolitical, too, with our guest, Robert Kudla of Trade Genius. And ladies and gentlemen, i, I got to tell you, I, I don't think we've ever seen so many simultaneous economic events, geopolitical events going on uh, simultaneously. So it's going to be interesting to see how our guest kind of weaves his way through all these uh, events. But uh, listen, this is an important show because forearmed is, what is it, forewarned is forearmed. And so here we are, folks. Bob, welcome to the show. Um, as we close in on the end of the year, I think the lame duck session when the Democrats are trying to get everything through they can is influencing a little bit of what's happening. But even without that, this is it's, it's just crazy out there right now. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, it's funny. I just added two more arms to my uh to my shoulders so I can uh, I can move even faster so um, but look you know everywhere you look there's there's action now so if, if I could just uh, indulge me for a quick around the world in 180 days here is is that you're now for a mild winter they're, they're actually going into a deep freeze okay um it's affecting the price of, of natural gas and coal. So we're trading those on the long side as often as we can. And, um, and then if you slip over to Russia, Russia now is, 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 is going to, um, end to a defense pact with, uh, with Iran, you know, mutual defense pact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now you have Russia. Uh, Turkey, Syria, and Iran forming um, very resilience, and and that has geopolitical risks, and you know some may say maybe one of them because it kind of sets up Ezekiel thirty-eight, and um, China, China, I think had a little bit of a near-death experience. Their citizens with the COVID lockdowns, and I think they've come to realize that they probably in it as hard and as far as they can, and they're going to reopen, which means that inflation is going to um, reengage, and the cost of energy accounting on going down because of China being locked down, energy costs are going to rise in general, and. And, but it's also they're going to start exporting inflation now out to the West. And then we spin over to the United States. You know, we have an incredible turn of events with Twitter, with Elon Musk. He's got some sort of religion um, and that he is going hard after the woke. And, um, and I think, you know, one of those things is that you know, when the people go after the king, you better not miss. And I think they went after Musk, and they missed. And he, right now, he he's trying to dismantle this this genie that was Twitter. And I think we haven't even gone to the to the to the scratch the surface to the level of government interference in a private company to effect effect 
uh, policy. Uh, is that a good way of putting it? No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Go ahead. Republicans taking over Congress on the House side, and with Kristen Cinema um, going independent, complicates the life of Democrats. But also, there's some people with some big targets on their back. So all that stuff is spinning, and then you know Jerome raising interest rates. And by him raising the interest rates, um, you know, people say, oh, he's going to pause. Well, pauses aren't necessarily good, and pivots are absolutely bad because they tell people, why are we pivoting? But really, the most important thing is that um, companies are getting priced out of the credit markets. People are already priced out of the credit markets. Now, companies are getting priced out of the credit markets where it just simply makes no sense to make certain investments, but also. Any, you're going to have to dilute shares. So I think all this stuff is coming into a, what I would call a perfect storm for a pretty, pretty total to first and second quarter of 2023. Interesting. Well, how, I'm just wondering, I know you guys are really successful at Trade Genius in volatile times. And so I'm wondering, is that trend holding true for you guys now? Uh, or, or are you kind of suffering with everybody else? What's your status right now? Uh, we're doing fantastic. Uh, Volatility is our friend. And, um, and so, you know, the more the markets move, uh, you know, intraday, intramonth, intraweek, the more money we make because it's easy for our algorithm to see the, the reversals. So, you know, we're still, we're, we've now pushed win rate over the last 60 days and our our uh, profit factor is still over 100% on the trades wow. you know in and on an annual basis and so we're we're still feeling pretty comfortable and then we released uh, a really cool um, new toy and it's really we call it our bot and uh, it's basically a, a filter and uh, what it does, it looks for trades that, you know, I used to have to just kind of hunt and pack. So my bot does all the filtering for me in, in trading view. And then we build up trades. And uh, uh, it doesn't trade for you, but it dishes the trades up for people. And then we wrote a, a basically a tutorial how to trade those. And those those have been just knocking out of the park. So... We're just we're just constantly improving the systems here, you know, creating these sentinels to, to find trades, and especially when this market starts to move fast, you know, you get trades every day. Even though like the market is kind of wonky right now, there's been some awesome trades we've been able to take advantage of just because of the of the the reversals that are happening in the market back and forth. How, how is it that you stay ahead of the trend and take advantage of this volatility? I don't want you to give out a trade secret, but I mean, uh, generally, what, what do you do that makes it work so well? Our algorithm. So, you know, we operate on, um, and what we've done for people listening, we've created a couple pretty effective, effective algorithms to trade the market. So we look at, first of all, we look at seasonalities of the market. So what, what market should we even be in at certain times of the year? When we get down below that, uh, we have an algorithm that looks at levels, and we have an algorithm that looks at momentum. And as those line up, they give us trades, and we take those trade signals. So we're still operating under the fear and greed model, and and then we have it bracketed by our algorithm. When you look at the market, it trades like a sine wave, like a radio wave. And so we have high degree of confidence depending on how level macro algorithm works, whether or not we should take the momentum trade. And that's how we just stay ahead of it. The reason why we're doing better is that um, the the things that we think are going to go higher, we're in that sweet spot right now where everybody else is chasing old stuff. Our algorithm has us into the new sectors. And, And so we just stay where the money is going. And that's how we make money. So, uh, and then it's just disciplined approach. And then you, you just can't help but make money over time. And you can do a quick plug for Christmas. You know, guys, you can trade with us. Just go to tradelikeagenius.com. We have the, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, we convert 
Fridays. We did a couple now for Christmas. So just go out there. I think use promo code HOLIDAY. Uh, off non-bundle. Bundle items are already pre-discounted, so take advantage of them. The prices are awesome. You had some new people joining last month, Dave. Um, apparently they're happy, so uh, um, I think, you know, if anybody wants to join us, we'll teach you how to trade. We have chat rooms you can communicate with us. We'll give you the trade signals so you can learn, but we give you access to uh, our basic and advanced indicator packages that you can actually uh, create your own watch list and create your own trade and create your own alerts. You know, So we give you a complete package. What's going to happen here, Bob, because you've been defying the trends here for quite some time with this negative economy we're in, and I think what's going to happen is all of a sudden CNN and all these other big media, they're going to show up and try to get your secret. Now, I'm assuming that your algorithms are proprietary, right? You've developed that, and it's not for public disclosure, correct? Yep. Okay. So there you yep. go, CNN. <laughs> if you want to yeah. know, you got to join. And, yeah, uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is many, many years in the making, and like the, the bot we just did is brand new. So, and you know, we've been testing that for months. You know, I wanted to ask you too about a general trend because you guys are kicking butt here. I'm going to pull up your sheet here because I think the I'm going to give out the right information on the coupon code here. Uh, if it's before the 17th of December, oh, here it is, right here. Um, it's uh, the coupon code is Cyber. And it's sixty percent off the non-bundled items. So that's a good deal. That's a really good deal. It's one of your better deals you've ever had. So that's that's really cool. Okay, so cyber. Yeah, yeah, no. We, we, yep. Sorry. Sixty percent. Sixty percent off. So okay. So anyway, with regard to the trends, I mean, you guys kind of run up, upstream against the trend. You're, you're, you're like the salmon that swims upstream to spawn, and uh, you define the trend here. But the trend for a lot of people is not good. Is there still a hangover effect from FTX? And if so, how, how do you see that impacting people? Oh, it's getting worse um, now. You know, if he created a, you know, it created a panic of crypto markets. So. Uh, you know, it basically is exposing um, a lack of reserves, you know, in these exchanges, and everybody was kind of daisy chaining off each other here. Uh-huh. And um, now Binance is failing their audits, and if Binance goes, you know, basically the whole cookie crumbles. Now, I want to bifurcate, you know, um, the crypto So uh, a lot of these altcoins. You know, especially if you exchange it, they're probably going to be worth nothing at the end of the day, okay? Okay. They have use cases like Ethereum, you know, and, and, and Bitcoin. They're going to be fine, but we have to kind of wait till it does on anybody else out there. And in the United States, uh, regulatory environment and also big money now is starting to get very interested in Bitcoin, and and so I think what we're seeing here is they're blowing up all these foreign exchanges that have no regulation that are opaque, probably big money laundering operations, and and now you have um, uh, now you have a situation where uh, the United States look with Fidelity getting into Schwab getting into the game, BlackRock getting into the game, Goldman getting into the game, Chase getting into the game, that that that's where they're going to be the center of gravity for for. Uh, crypto trading, at least as it relates to Bitcoin and Ethereum. I've had people tell me that crypto's in the toilet because of reputation due to FTX and people are leery about taking a chance. But you're kind of describing a trend that runs opposite that. So how would you answer those people who make that claim that uh, crypto's in big trouble right now? Well, I mean, crypto itself, you know, it's a broad term. I would say the alternative coins, they have to prove themselves. And, and I think a proven yeah. model, Ethereum's a proven model. You know, uh, I think Litecoin some rocket moves during this during this time. This is everything that this is this is a great way somebody framed it. I can't claim it for myself. This is a massive money laundering operation yes. uh, that uses crypto. That's all it is. Okay. A crypto problem. It's a it's a it's a money laundering fraud problem. Okay, so I, I hear what you're saying, um, but I'll tell you, it, it is having kind of a debilitating effect because I had someone write to me and say, oh, see, 
you're not representing crypto and I just said well that's kind of that's the way our advertising is going right now but but uh, do you think crypto is going to fully bounce back and regain the public trust uh, no I think uh, I think this is a sea change I think coin I, and I keep wanting to make the difference because when you use the word crypto, it could be any piece of garbage, right? Okay. Yeah. So Bitcoin as a proven model, it's non-inflationary. Uh, it has no reserves to be stolen. Okay. It doesn't. There's nobody in there running Bitcoin. You know, it's basically it's a, you know, it's a, it's kind of a, uh, it's leaderless, right? So there's no direction for it. And and so points fine. Even Ethereum could can people can argue that that okay or more centralized should be. But Bitcoin Bitcoin's fine and it's non bank. So I would tell people and that's why Bitcoin gone down when some of this other stuff's getting blown up. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time so i would i'm just being very clear with people that you know if you're going to invest in crypto just invest in bitcoin it's it's the gorilla mm-hmm. okay you know i know people get stars in their eyes because they see people making ten thousand percent on on these altcoins but i think that's over I think you know the tulip of all these all gone. People just created these coins out of thin air, and then tried to get them so that they can cash out, yeah. and then they blow up. So they have a good role model in the Federal Reserve. Um, yeah, and I'm be, I, I'm not just being facetious here, Bob. I'm being serious. That's a very much a Federal Reserve model here. Um, you know, you know what I found really disturbing is kind of an aside. Maxine Waters and others that were asked, are you going to give it back? I mean, this FTX thing uh, defrauded millions of people, and yet our politicians don't think they should pay the money back. It's amazing. Well, I think what's going to happen is um, that's why he's so desperate to not be accused of fraud. That's that's why he had this uh, this good world tour that, that, that the Democrats have been putting him on on every media outlet, because if, if it determines that he, cre- he had a fraudulent operation... Okay, 
then the Madoff rule comes into place, yep. and yep. anybody that's that received this kind of subject, and you're talking 40, 50, some people say over $100 million that were given to the Democratic Party uh, over this period of time, it's all gonna, it'll all get clawed back over the next couple of years. So that's pretty, that's taking this guy out to be some sort of Humpty Dumpty dupe, you know? Yeah, no, but but he's guilty of sin. He is Bernie oh, Madoff in my book. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You don't get, if I can interrupt you, you don't get a pass for being um, clueless, okay? Exactly, exactly. You know, you ran the company, and with that comes certain responses. Jack may find that out with Twitter, too. Um, so, it's, um, it's, 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 Problematic for him, and especially if they could flip one of these young, young, younglings on him, you know, and testify him, you know, it's all over. I, I said I'd be surprised if this guy, if, if yeah, we're having a little breakup in your signal. Um, I'll monitor here for a minute. Here, I mean, most of it's coming through, but occasionally we get kind of a stumble, and I know it's not you, but it is coming on your end. So let's kind of monitor that, and if we have to, we can reestablish. But um, yeah, I wanted to say this about uh, about FTX. Um, I, I've just had people in the rank and file, regular people, just say, "Oh man, I just don't trust the process now." But you just let, mentioned a whole bunch of banks that are jumping into this. So what do they know that the average person is afraid of? Well, I mean, look, um, in 1996, the NSA pushed a white paper on on what Bitcoin eventually became. So, uh, and who Satoshi is, and nobody sold any, Satoshi never sold any of the tokens that he created, right? And so my view has always been it's, it's a construct that the United States government you know, in one way, shape, or form. And I think it's our bailout in case Oliver has reserve currency issue. Yeah, exactly. That we have a backup. We have a backup currency in place that's non-inflationary. So that's my view. You know, I can't prove it. I can only surmise. But it makes perfect sense to me that Bitcoin's never really been, um, never really been um, heavily regulated. And yet every, every other entity that's been coming in contact with it has been getting blown up and now they're blowing it all up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Sam Friedman was the useful idiot this time. Well, you know, uh, some people tell me, I've even heard this from bankers, um, that crypto was blown up with FTX uh, for a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons was to uh, uh, do away with the competition for the Fed coin that's coming, you know, with Executive Order 14067, and uh, the Biden administration doesn't want any competition, so they were all too happy to have FTX happen. How, how would you respond to that? Well, I mean, uh, I just think it was a war between Binance and FTX, because I think Binance is backed by the Chinese government. It is. Yep. And I think FTX tried to take Binance out, and Binance took FTX out. And uh, I don't think they wanted this thing to blow up because, it, it, look, the Democrats are exposed now on this. Yeah, but you so, know who else is exposed, Bob? And it's made me make a dramatic move. Um, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Rona McDaniel, the head of the RNC, and even down to my local government in Maricopa County in Arizona, which they're corrupt as heck, and we know that. Um, they, they, how do I say this? They took FTX money and... Um, so it looks like the Republican leadership has been bought off by Democratic finance interests, and that's making me say, hey, I'm not giving money to the Republican Party until these leaders are gone, and I'll support Republican candidates on an individual basis. Are you getting this from other people? Because I'm concerned that the Republican leadership has been compromised. Well, I mean, to answer your first question, that's all the reason why this thing shouldn't have been blown up. So the Chinese blew it up, okay? And... Um, and expose the American government. Well, Democrats are more exposed than Republicans. Look, I think everybody already knows McConnell and McCarthy are are uh, compromised. You know, you can see it. You know, they don't they don't have any rank and file support among among the voters, and uh, and so they're you know they 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 they're playing everything right down the middle. So I you know I can't use the word corrupt. 
that's a pejorative that I don't want to get sued over. So I don't know if they're corrupt or not. I just know that that they 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 tend to favor where they get their money. Yeah, I'll say this. This is just Dave Hodges speaking and not Bob Kudla. I speak for myself. When you took FTX money that ripped people off and you're not willing to pay it back, um, to me, that's corruption. And uh, that, to me, is what's driving me away from these leaders. Uh, And and listen, I think there's some really good Republican candidates out there. But uh, there's a whole different thing we could go down here, too, but just quickly. Um, there are super PACs that I've discovered that at the local level in Arizona, also McCarthy, also McConnell, that they have entered into agreements with these super PACs to rid uh, government of MAGA Republicans. Then this is 100% verifiable. I've seen I've seen the data. I've seen the literature. Uh, so there's a real. Uh, let's put it this way: the state of Arizona's Republican Party and the state of Texas Republican Party gave Rona McDaniel and the RNC a vote of no confidence and this is why so it's yeah, it's, I mean, it's a big deal look yeah I just think what what's going to happen here look I think economics and geopolitics are going to are going to change the way it's done here in the next couple of years because you know, I think everything. Look, BlackRock got an ESG because it's failing miserably. There you okay? go. Yep, yep. And so you're gonna basically reality is starting to set in here. You know, all the, the the easy train these guys had of just taking money from everybody and just trying to run status quo is over. So decisions are going to have to be made. So people are going to get on one side of the fence or the other, and people like McConnell and McCarthy that try to thread it. They're not going to be lauded as corrupts. They're, they're going to be they're going to be derision over their lack of of, of uh, huevos. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. And and so, you know, that's my view of it, and I think that's what's going to happen. But you know, it, it always it takes it's events to make these things happen. So, and and time people are, uh, I think people are tired of being tired. So, you know, you, you, you're going to see candidates come out, you know, like DeSantis, who's going to, is going to have broad appeal because he's pragmatic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think people are tired of, you know, just like with, 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 um, what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter, people are tired of far left and far right advocacy, you know, just tearing the country apart. And whether it's good or bad, relevant. Whether or not the ideas are good or bad or irrelevant, people are just tired. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And, and so I don't, it doesn't matter. People can agree or disagree with me. I'm just telling you the facts of life. Yeah, is that people are tired. If somebody is pragmatic, and solutions be very appealing, and especially if you you have to be moral. So you know, just because you're a pragmatic Democrat may not fly because. That, that, you know, they're not moral people. Well, yeah, there's a lot of uh, people going on. I mean, I think people are making too much of Kirsten Cinema leaving uh, the Democratic Party because uh, Kamala Harris still holds the tie-breaking vote in the Senate. Now, if Herschel Walker had won in Georgia, that'd be a horse of a different color. But uh, then you got to factor in the rhino factor. And I just, like I said, this is why I like your approach. Your approach is based on non-emotional algorithms, no greed, no fear. It's just totally logical, and this is why I think you're doing well, because right now it's easy to get lost in all this mess that's going on. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I always tell people I care, but I don't care, right? I mean, I'm not going to compromise who I am as a person, but, you know, if, if I want to short a stock and it's going up and my algorithm says to buy it, well, I'm going to buy it. You know, and so, you, you know, sometimes what you want and what, what the market or life gives you are two different things. If you recognize the difference, and you'll be much happier and much successful if you do. You know, not everything's a straight line in life, too. And, um, you know, if you are core on anything other than what I would call core moral principles, you, you know, you just get run over. You know, sometimes you have to get run over because you're not going to compromise who you are. But, you know, um, I'd rather be light on my feet on things that don't matter. 
you know, I'll give you an example. So, you know, I'm a conservative Christian and, and, um, I'm, I lean towards prophecy, but I attend a church that's reformed Calvinist. And my pastor always says, well, the important thing is Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, right? All else can be argued. And that's, that's how my things are. You know, your core principles, you don't compromise. All else can be argued. And, and that's how, that's how I do, and that's how I like and train the same way. You know, do I want certain things to happen? Absolutely. If they don't happen, I stay long. I should be selling. No, I sell. <laughs> and that's how you should, that's how you should trade your life. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. And, and your principles, you know, adhering to the protocols of your algorithms. This is why I think you're successful. And a lot of people ride this emotional roller coaster that I'm seeing. But it's difficult to really kind of get a handle on some of these trends. I wanted to ask you about gold. It looks like gold has really taken off and there doesn't seem to be any near end in sight. What do you think about gold? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're anticipating that can't raise faster than um, the growth of the money supply and inflation over time. So gold's finally starting to um, uh, get a bit here. And while we're talking, I'm going to look for the uh, the gold chart here if I can look at it with you. But um, but yeah, so you know, it's still going to as long as the dollar stays strong, it's going to cause gold some sort of grief. Okay, and and um, and like they're pushing it down here ahead of Powell raising interest rates again. But at some point, he can't keep raising and the dollar can't keep going higher uh, or it causes severe dislocations and they're going to have to relent, okay? But right now, gold has pushed up to its what they call a 2.3 uh, linear regression line, which means that from a center line of, it, of its activity. So, so it's had a really nice move over almost $200 move in the last... Uh, Three to four weeks, which is a nice move. So it may consolidate here, but it's also creating a basing pattern, Dave. That what does that you mean? Know, Can I ask you what a basing pattern means? Meaning that um, the sellers are pretty much exhausted, and so now um, it's basically buyers and profit takers market again. So you know, I I see gold here in the near term, back closer to twenty one hundred dollars, back to where it was in the beginning of. Uh, of 2022 uh, in the near term in 2023. So it it's breaking out the next resistance area. It's like 1890. Uh, my buy and sell algorithm has it on a, uh, um, it flipped on the 11th of November. It's been in an uptrend ever since. So now it's hitting some resistance area. It might consolidate here. You know, this is a don't market hold. You look, you take profit, and then you look to buy back in, and that's how we're looking at things. I'm trading on the uh, side, so heck, silver, wheat, and precious metal, barrack gold are my are my trade choice. Right. Is silver, like is, is silver still doing well because it's the mineral of choice for the new green deal, like solar panels and so forth, and uh, is silver is under. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Produced and underpriced. Is that still a, the way it is or have things changed? Yeah. It's just uh, Green New Deal. It's also, uh, it's also the healthcare industry because it's an antimicrobial. It's used in the electronics industry. It's just... Uh, it's a very valuable metal for an industry. So they, yeah, they definitely, and I don't know why they screw around so much. Um, you know, I think cause they, you know, they're, they're, they're fearful of anything. To keep with power. So, uh, but at some point, you know, it's going to explode higher. And I'm, I, I prefer silver over gold. I prefer the silver miners, but uh, a lot of times when you pull out gold, you pull out silver too. And, you know, 
a lot of times you pull out copper, you pull out silver. So, um, yeah, so I see SLV, you know, look at SLV right here, um, $24 is probably the next target for silver. It, the chart looks better than gold, okay? Um, and it's uh, already based. If you look at this thing, it's called a rounded bottom, Dave. It's already based. Okay. So now you're looking at resistance area, $24.86. And so you just look to buy the dips on this thing on lower time frames. Not look at daily chapter, folks, who are listening. You when, know, when China opens up again, copper is going to go. You know, so I'm in and out of Freeport Macquarie all the time. And steel stocks have been holding up as well. We've been, we've traded those uh, of late, and, they, and they, they they for some reason they're they're ignoring you know recession talk at the moment. So I'm trying to figure out you know what they know that I don't know. But steel stocks have been holding up as well. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, what about the energy it takes to produce these? Doesn't that kind of go against Biden's uh, climate change policies? Well, of course. You know, these guys, it's, they're cake and eat it, too. They, they, they want all the pollution and everything done overseas and then for us to take advantage of it. But those days are over now. So um, we're going to have to produce more here, here to be able to have a surviving economy. Yeah. And look, people thinking, and nat, look at natural gas. We're talking today on a Monday. Uh, we've been short. I mean, long natural gas, we've been short the ultra against it and um you know that gas flew up 10 percent today you know the whole world is freezing in the northern hemisphere and there's not enough that gas that gas is critical for fertilizer it's critical for you know glass it's critical for a lot of industrial applications and basically industrialized europe so but it's also going to cause massive inflation if they don't get if they don't get more production of natural gas out into the marketplace. But Europe is definitely, Europe's going to be more big Disneyland. That's it. People are going to go there on vacation. All right. But, you know, they're not going to produce anything else at this rate unless they get their arms around um, getting cheap energy again. Yeah, I saw where Sweden joined Germany and they're telling their citizens to voluntarily cut back on their energy use and dramatically so. Yeah, and so it, it still looks like the EU is stubbornly holding to their uh, uh, no energy production in their countries. At least, yeah, at least most of the EU. I think Italy has yeah. kind of gone against the trend, hasn't it? Well, yeah, because they have a new prime minister in there. Yeah. And uh, but we have going on now that they're they're they can rope and dope this thing. But I don't. I think they. I think they miss. I think they miss time this thing. So. Uh, you know they, they're going for the interception and they jump too early, so I think uh, I think they're going to find themselves in a, in a hurt locker. And uh, you know, but look, um, true believers don't give up very easily. They have to be to be forced out of power, and I think it's going to take. Time. You know, Sweden has a lot of hydro. You know, so um, Sweden's going to make it more. Germany will. <laughs> Yeah, Germany's in big trouble. I have relatives in Germany, and they're in big, big trouble. Uh, and, and and no one in Germany, they, uh, this is what I'm told, no one who has to work, you know, no one who has to pay bills supports this German government, and they've become totally autocratic. Yeah, look, at you know, the, I think the pain point get high enough. Look, it got high enough for Italy, right, Hungary, uh, you know, uh, what in Sweden, Sweden went... Uh, center right, okay. Finland admits that without the United States, there would be no Finland. So you know, you're starting to see a a, a change happening. But it, it, you know, these people have the power don't give up power easily, and they have to be forced out. So yeah, it's, I think it's a process. Right. Same here, in the U.S. You know, we got to force people out. And, uh, once people realize that they're just not in giving you your best interest, you know, you got to get enough of the the people who uh, are even keel, they have to come on the side of happy and change. Um, do you think, I know what I think on this, but do you think Biden is going to be able to pull off his executive order 14067 and have uh, his version of digital currency replace the dollar? 
Oh, absolutely not. I don't think so either. Yeah. It's a concern I have because they're so radical. Uh, you know, the consequences yeah. be damned, but I, but I just don't see business accepting it. Yeah, look, I think, I think um, they, everything's timing, right? So I think, I think they missed this cycle, okay? And, and now uh, I think they're going to have to pull their horns in until they gain power again. You know, a little bit more control over the power right now. So I, I don't think the digital currency is coming on this go around. And uh, I just think, you know, you're having private bankers determining what we can buy or sell. I don't think it's going to fly. There's too many people in Congress that are going to be too uncomfortable with that. And there's no way in hell that Republican House can you can you say that again, Bob? Can you say that again about uh, the Republican uh, uh, House of Representatives? Because you broke up a little bit. I said the Republican House, knowing hell, they're going to get Biden a carte blanche over how people buy and sell things using okay. some sort of digital currency. There's yeah. probably enough probably enough Democrats that are fearful of their next election too. You know, uh, I know Democrats love this thing what China does where you can determine what people can or can't buy and if they can or can't buy. But uh, I I just think, you know, we'll get here probably, but it's not coming anytime soon. So how do you see the war in Ukraine unfolding? Because at some point, economics has to enter in. Ukraine's destroyed. So, um, you know, Zelensky, let's give him a he destroyed the country. And, uh, and Russia is unscathed. And so you have a situation now where, you know, we could kill a bunch of Russians, right? They kill more Ukrainians, but strategically Russia got the land that they wanted. You know, they, uh, they still control commodity absolutely needs. And, uh, um, he succeeded in destroying Ukraine and crippling Europe. So, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, as far as Putin's concerned is that he kind of, he likes where he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's one, have it. there's one danger point I see for Russia potentially though. I know they've, uh, they've signed on with Iran to get SS 20s that they're really short on. So if this war were to expand or to go on any length of time, you know, Russia might have difficulty uh, repelling NATO forces. Um, But I don't see NATO being willing to push the envelope. Do you? No, and I don't think the American people have any appetite against war there at all. Well, the war has fallen into disfavor, according to the polls. Yeah. Um, No, look, it's, yeah. And you don't even hear about it anymore. I don't even see it on, on social media at all. It's, you know, no propaganda. I'm hearing a thousand Ukrainians a day are dying in the war. So, <laughs> a thousand a day. You know, I don't know how many Russians are dying, but there's a thousand a day. Ukraine is now getting more desperate. They're, they're actually firing into Russia now. Okay. And, um, you know, look, they're desperate to provoke a bigger Russian response because they want to get the United States into this war. But Putin doesn't have to be provoked. He got what he wanted. So he can just sit his troops right along the border, and he can just keep lobbing cruise missiles into Ukrainian infrastructure until they bomb them into the Stone Age and then create a refugee crisis that everybody's going to pour into Europe. That's what I've heard, too, is uh, the strategy now by Putin is designed to flood Europe with Ukrainian refugees. And you know, and look, if they want to do this course is 2014, actually, we're whatever the strategy is, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, if for some reason we're still getting occasional cutouts uh, on your end, it's just. You know, and this is a life, so I know they're not tampering with us. But anyway, let's let's uh, we'll press forward. But I do agree with you. What other issues are on the horizon that um, or are are with us now besides FTX, the Ukraine war, and so forth? What else do people need to pay attention to that could impact uh, the economy? 
Well, I, I think, well, I think the speed in which the, um, the real estate markets are collapsing, uh, may, may take people's breath away. So right now, you know, if you don't have a house, you know, it really doesn't affect you. But at some point, as people, um, as people start to, uh, have to move into home care or whatever or pass on, you're going to get a lot of properties that are coming on the market that are inherited and that these people are just going to, you know, they're going to dump it at best price. They can't afford to live in it. You know, the kids. And I think it's going to be, it's one of those going to be one of those long rolling snowballs that are going to, just going to cause increasing pain. And you have to understand, look at what happened in California. They went from a million dollar surplus to a $25 billion um, a deficit because uh, run on real estate and uh, capital gains, and they're both gone. Okay? Because it's such a top-heavy tax structure here. You know, only the rich pay taxes. And, and uh, when the rich uh, aren't generating new rich, you know, new riches, there's no tax revenue. And so I think that's what we're going to see. I think we're going to see on a county level, uh, you know, uh, auto auto manufacturers are getting rid of their dealer business too. So it's going to affect county taxes. So there's a lot of things coming uh, that are under the surface that are going to explode higher. And and when those things explode, it's going to cause more economic pain. Um. Well, there is some economic pain already that's showing up. I read recently that uh, 9 million Generation Z have returned home to their parents. Yeah, and I think that's, I think they're just, I think the data is just catching up with reality here. How does does this shake out with the housing crisis? Is it going to be worse than 2009? Eventually, sure. I mean, we're, 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 40% 40% of our value hasn't fallen yet. Look, there's, um, uh, and if, you know, if you have a stock like Airbnb, short rental market are going to get destroyed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and all those guys, they daisy chained, you know, mortgages to buy all these properties, right? You got these Airbnb millionaires that have 20 properties. Now they can't rent any of them. They're all going to go default. So you're just going to get a lot of, a lot of um, uh, property and supply on this market here, and it's not going to sell. The prices are going to fall, and once the collateral falls, that's when banks get in trouble. Oh boy! Yeah, so I, I think it's a 2024 problem, and um, but 2023 is when we're going to recognize it. You know. I hope it doesn't come to this, but I do know that uh, in 2010, legislation was passed that basically told the banks, you own someone's money when they put it into your bank, and the people who put the money in the bank are unsecured creditors, and uh, um, a court ruling upheld that in 2012. Do you think this could force uh, the banks in 2024 to basically hold on to whatever assets they can to heck with the public, or do you think there'll be a bailout? How do you, how do you see this going? Well, they've already done it. The banks are actually um, more well positioned this time around than not because of they, they lending and 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 the lending that they're doing, they're flipping it right out into the securitization markets, and uh, and and they've been giving all their deposit money to the Fed, and the Fed's paying them a, a fat interest rate. Okay. The spreads the banks have, they're making a fortune on deposits right now, and so you know it's going to take a it's going to take a lot more to hurt the banks this time, but everybody else is going to be hurting for certain. Boy, yeah, they shifted all the risk to the government this time. So, but the FDIC really can't cover this. I mean, is it true? Well, no, FDIC is different than. FDIC only matters if they can't, um, if, if the banks can't manage uh, bank loans, okay, aren't lending. So their money's sitting overnight at the Fed. Okay. So FDIC is not an issue this time. 
Um, it's really like mortgage-backed security issues. How, how's this going to affect the average person? They're going to see a plunge in their real estate values. I know on Zillow, I just look at my home, for example, the value has plummeted. And uh, yeah, I think it depends when you bought your depends when you bought your house. Oh, you know, I bought my house 15 years ago, so it doesn't really matter to me too much. I'll have equity, but it matters to people who bought in the last five years. I see after and you're probably going to go into the water again. Okay, okay. yeah. We uh, we built our home in 2003. We're coming. We're, we're we're 20 years in. So, um, yeah. But, but we're paid off. So we did the 15 year mortgage. So I, th- I think we're in pretty good shape. But man, these people who just bought. Um, yeah. I just. I, do you think that? Uh, well, okay. Here's a question I get a lot. Will the county property tax bases match the depreciated value? in a realistic manner. Yeah, they'll have to because people have the ability to uh, redress at the county assessor level. And if it, and if they hold firm, they'll pass action lawsuits to force those values down. So, Okay. Yeah. Well, what else is on your radar that affects what you do at Trade Genius? <laughs> what are the, what are the opportunities? Isn't let's, that let's, let, let's be positive now. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, the, house, the appreciated housing market is going to hurt a lot of people. Yeah. I, look, here's is that uh, there's not enough workers that are skilled. So if you have skills, uh, you're likely okay. If you're if you're a white-collar managerial office worker, you know, uh, if you work for a big company, you're screwed. But if you work for a middle or small company, you're okay. Um, if you have any skills in any trades, you're fine. Okay. But if you're a generalist, I call it the Modelo, you know, you know the, the Modelo economy is over where, where you have all these 20 somethings, you know, working at a bar, restaurant, and Starbucks and living some sort of good life in the city. That life is over. Okay. So if you're one of those and you're listening, you better start thinking about going to flyover country and eating extraction. Yeah, can you say that again? You broke up flyover country and do what? Yeah, you want to you move there and work in the ag, mining, extraction, or energy space to um, okay. to earn a living because that's where the money's going to be. You know, we're, we're going to basically get down to the basics, and and all this, all these service level jobs are are not going to pay. And if you're mid level manager for a big corporation, they're going to ship it off to India or to Philippines or to Mexico. Okay, well, there's a question someone sent me after we talked a month ago, and so I've saved this for the opportune time. Um, it said, ask Bob Kudla. What kind of people typically come into Trade Genius from the public? So how, how would you answer that? Yeah, well, I'll give you the demographics. Um, I would say 50% of our customers are, are over 45. Um, it's mixed between men and women. Um, their political bent is probably right of center. Their rationale for doing this is, is uh, protection understanding and also um, looking to uh, create a uh, income stream over time and uh, and that our patriot nothing but good for the country and that's that's changing this customer do they turn this into first or second income opportunities how, how do they apply what they do at trade genius yeah I would say Eighty percent of the people view this as uh, making better decisions in their retirement accounts, okay. and and secondary source of income. And I'll say twenty percent uh, try to make a go at this first first income or uh, supplement retirement. And how long? And here's another follow up on this too. How long does it take? So, and I think this is too general a question, but this is what they asked. How long does it take when you join Trade Genius to start making money? Well, I mean that is um, it's a hard question to answer. Exactly. If you, yeah. join, if you join day one, 
a great trade and you make money, you're, you made money day one. But what I would say is that you, you kind of drink from a fire hose for four to six weeks, kind of getting used to the way you do things, although you can manage the trades right away. So I would say after six weeks, you should be with with our normalized results. And if you want to do this for a living, I'd say it could take you up to build enough capital and enough trading success to be able to do this on your own. So you mean if anybody tells you if anybody tells you different to you, so I've been doing this enough to know. It takes a long time to build up enough capital. And just remember I can give you the best trade signals in the world, but you be your own worst enemy. So you have to develop discipline discipline habits in terms of stops and 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 uh you know, your risk, you know, tolerances. I give out stops and targets, but they're just they're just to prove the model. Right, you're ultimately responsible for your trades, so you have to determine, you know, what you make on a trade is good enough, and what's most important to you, losing out or or losing, and so those things all all are personal. But yeah, I'd say four to six weeks. I've, I've said you add a boys. I have a ton more if you want them. You know, where I, I help people make, you know, some people say it's the best money they've ever made. You know, and. Uh, that I get them on the right side of trades and they didn't really realize certain sectors are doing so well and stuff like that. You know, and me personally, our personal long-term accounts are near their high watermark because we stayed with the sectors that work yeah. primarily in energy. And, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, we definitely get you on the right side. You well, know, here's, so. here's what one guy said. I mean, I've got some of those attaboys here. Great week, made an average of $630 profit each of all five days this week. Love the trade genius indicators. Yeah, look, if you make $100 a day, you're making $20,000 a year. That is $100 a day, you're making $120,000 a year. You're making twice the median average of the United States uh, worker. Okay? So, you know, you can work your way up. You know, when people that... I've seen people in our rooms that are brand new, and I said, "Look, start learning how to make fifty dollars a day. If you make fifty dollars a day, then make your goal a hundred dollars a day, so on and so forth. And over time, over time, you're gonna you're gonna put yourself in a position where you can make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year. And and uh, but it's gonna take you time. You have to build your capital up, and you have to develop good habits. And our and what do you mean by good habits? Up. Bob, when you say good habits, what does that include? Oh, people like FOMO. People don't like to take stops when they should. People uh, will oversize a trade because you can't be. Sometimes when you have you're on a roll, you you time you, you over trade. So those are the kind of things be careful about. You know, uh, a lot of people chase earnings reports that that they're deadly. A lot of people try to trade in news that's deadly. So you know, there's just things you shouldn't do. And avoid those, you're going to do fine. And See, this is such down. good advice, though. I mean, just follow the plan, work the plan, don't get greedy. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Okay, let's, let's, well, okay, because I know if I don't cover this, people are going to write to me, okay, and hopefully listen to me, folks. Take notes, get your pencil ready, okay? Um, you can get involved um, in Trade Genius. Go to Trade Genius Academy, and um, they have uh, a special until this coming Saturday, which is the 17th. And your coupon code here is CYBER, and you're going to get 60% off the non bundled items. And just real quickly here, when we say non bundled items, can you give me a 20 second answer on that? Yeah. Want to buy the indicators? You may want to buy training. You may just want to um, buy a, a single entry. You may want to only want to go monthly. You know, stuff like that. Those are all non bundles. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. Well, there you have it. You've got uh, the expert folks. We've kind of gone A to Z on the economy today, and uh, there's great opportunities for you at Trade Genius. And uh, tell you, people from my audience swear by this who are involved. Again, cyber is the coupon code, 60% off, good until the 17th of this month. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Always appreciate the update. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Pat. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.